are now in the mix with your number one DJ, DJ Reminisce. Welcome one, welcome all to Desi Beats. This is yours truly, DJ Reminisce, the Pangara podcast of the ages. And once again, welcome to Desi Beats, where I play music that I really, really like and talk about issues that are really, really important to me. This week is going to be an action-packed show. I'm telling you, man, I got one of North America's greatest exports right now in the Pangara music scene, Punjabi music scene, the urban Desi scene. He's a senti singer. This guy's killing it. I've got an interview with, of course, the one and only Prophecy. Yes, the Prophecy this week. It will be on this show. You can also catch the clip. I videotaped it. It will be on my YouTube channel, www.youtube.com slash DJ Reminisce. So you can see our boutique while you listen to the great conversation. Also, top 10 of the month. I really love this because you can hear some of the songs that are basically, uh, in my opinion, are great songs of the month. They're being played in my uh, I, I in my uh, phone or in my car, whatever you want to say. Um, it's going to be great. I uh, got some really cool things uh, coming up. Um, you know, a lot of great music. But let's get into it. Hot record of the week. This is the remix. This is, of course, Homeboy Dave Baba out of the 604 remix with Jay Sean. All I want. And, of course, produced by a young, up-and-coming, sick producer out of the 604, Harjnaga, right here on Thisty Beats.
करिए की समझाइए इस चंद्रे दिलों जी अखबारी कसमा पाइए इस चंद्रे दिलों जी की करिए की समझाइए इस चंद्रे दिलों जी अखबारी कसमा पाइए इस चंद्रे दिलों जी ना गलिए मेरी सुनदाए से तेरे सपने बुनदाए जदों का तेरे ते हारिया तेरियाने मारिया बे परवाइया तेरियाने मारिया बे परवाइया तेरियाने जमाने वाले लोग दस दे
ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਰੱਬ ਨੂੰ ਤੇ ਆਈਏ ਫਿਰ ਗੇਰ ਬਿੱਲੋ ਪਾਈਏ ਉਹ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਰੱਬ ਨੂੰ ਤੇ ਆਈਏ ਫਿਰ ਗੇਰ ਬਿੱਲੋ ਪਾਈਏ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਬੰਬੇ ਵਾਲਾ ਲਾ ਕੇ ਇੱਕ ਗੋਰੀਏ ਮੈਂ ਪੈਸਿਆਂ ਚ ਫਿਰਾਂ ਖੇਲਦਾ ਤੇਰੀ ਗੁੱਤ ਵਾਂਗੂ ਤੇਰੀ ਗੁੱਤ ਵਾਂਗੂ ਬਿੱਲੋ ਜੀਟੀ ਹੋਰ ਤੇ ਟਰਾਲਾ ਮੇਰਾ ਫਿਰੇ ਵੇਦਾ ਉਹ ਤੇਰੀ ਗੁੱਤ ਵਾਂਗੂ ਬਿੱਲੋ ਜੀਟੀ ਹੋਰ ਤੇ ਟਰਾਲਾ ਮੇਰਾ ਫਿਰੇ ਵੇਦਾ ਜਦੋਂ ਗੇੜਾ ਲਾ ਕੇ ਜਾਵੇਂ ਛੇਤੀ ਮੁੜ ਕੇ ਨਾ ਆਵੇਂ ਹਾਂ ਜਦੋਂ ਗੇੜਾ ਲਾ ਕੇ ਜਾਵੇਂ ਛੇਤੀ ਮੁੜ ਕੇ ਨਾ ਆਵੇਂ ਚੇਤਾ ਸੋਹਣਿਆ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਮੈਂ ਸਾਡਾ ਰਹੂਗਾ ਬਸੀਨੇ ਨਾਲ ਲਾ ਕੇ ਰੱਖ ਲੈ ਡੈਸ਼ਬੋਰਡ ਉੱਤੇ ਡੈਸ਼ਬੋਰਡ ਉੱਤੇ ਮੇਰੇ ਦਿਲ ਜਾਨੀਆਂ ਵੇ ਫੋਟੋ ਮੇਰੀ ਲਾ ਕੇ ਰੱਖ ਲੈ ਹਾਂ ਡੈਸ਼ਬੋਰਡ ਉੱਤੇ ਮੇਰੇ ਦਿਲ ਜਾਨੀਆਂ ਵੇ ਫੋਟੋ ਮੇਰੀ ਲਾ ਕੇ ਰੱਖ ਲੈ ਉਹ ਜਦੋਂ ਮਾਣਕ ਦੇ ਚੱਲਦੇ ਰਿਕਾਰਡ ਰਾਲਾ ਮੇਰਾ ਫਿਰੇ ਮੇਦਾ ਓ ਤੇਰੀ ਗੁੱਤ ਵਾਂਗੂ ਬਿੱਲੋ ਜੀਟੀ ਰੋੜ ਦੇ ਕਰਾਲਾ ਮੇਰਾ ਫਿਰੇ ਮੇਲਦਾ ਹੜ ਹੜ ਚੰਨਾ ਵਾਸਤਾ ਰੱਬ ਦਾ ਮੇਰਾ ਕੱਲੀ ਦਾ ਜੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਲੱਗਦਾ ਹੜ ਹੜ ਚੰਨਾ ਵਾਸਤਾ ਰੱਬ ਦਾ ਮੇਰਾ ਕੱਲੀ ਦਾ ਜੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਲੱਗਦਾ ਨਾਲ ਲੈ ਚੱਲ ਸੇਵਾ ਤੇਰੇ ਕਰੂੰਗੀ ਕੈਲੰਡਰ ਬਣਾ ਕੇ ਰੱਖ ਲੈ ਡੈਸ਼ਬੋਰਡ ਉੱਤੇ ਡੈਸ਼ਬੋਰਡ ਉੱਤੇ people it's me dj aftershock and you're tuned into dc beats with your boy dj reminisce keep it locked
boss said the girl them go scream Weapon me shop and load up machine Nice up me just said the girl them go fiend Even on the man, she no bad a mind How she want a bad man cause he bad a line Gavin on me truck, said the girl a fall Jump on me talk and me the whole of them a laugh If any girl won't complain Me go never change so they can't complain Not for the girl drive me insane But me never change, but me never change What's happening? This is DC Beats with your truly DJ Reminis, and um, I'm really excited today. Absolutely excited because I got one of my favorite Canadian artists that I get to talk about his life, his struggles, the music. Um, please welcome, guys, to DC Beats, The Prophecy. Well, everyone, thanks for having me, man. Good to catch up after so long, bro. Yeah, man, it's been it's been a while. What has it been five years since we've toured? Yeah, man, it's been crazy. And uh, even I, I think I come to Vancouver so many times and it's like, yo, we got to meet up. And then it's just always like quick. We miss each other every time. So it's really good to see you. Man. Well, I'm a superstar. You know, you come in for like two hours, <laughs> fly out on your private jet and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to this. Um, just like I know people ask you this all the time. Let's get the formality bullshit out of the way first. But, um, you know, I mean, I've known you for a while, but kind of there's a lot of people that watch the show that want to get in the game or are struggling and kind of like, how did you start? And like, what was your sort of basis? Because I know you make your own beats. You also write your own stuff too, correct? 
So when you started, what was it first? Like, what was it, the love of music? Were you DJing? Like, so many people start in so many different ways. Can you kind of explain how you got in the game? Yeah, so, like, um, I was classically trained in singing since I was about five. And so I'd always, like, grown up listening to, like, Nasrat, uh, Fateh Ali Khan Saab, Durga Rangila, Sabar Kurti, Hans Rad, stuff like that. But then, like, for a bit, I kind of ventured away from that and started doing uh, hip-hop and just getting really into hip-hop, like underground hip-hop like anything to do with it and then uh after a while um i came back but like my voice had kind of lost its touch but you know i i didn't really care about that like i just kind of got into the studio started making beats made a song and it was called sony and um i just kind of sent it to my friends and then somehow like some people sent it to vancouver some people saw the california and then from there people are like yo this guy's a singer and then I became a singer and I didn't even know how because I just made this thing in my basement and then from there it kind of took off. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I was on Red FM at the time yeah. uh, and then I heard the song and, you know, I was like, wow, this is this is a popping record. And then when I met you and I put two and two together, you know, you get that this initial weirdness like, well, yeah. that's you? Uh, yeah, wow, man. Um, how, how, is, um, how is your bro, the rapper? Deep, right? Yeah, he's good, man. He's uh, married now or so. <laughs> Relaxing. He's just working and stuff, but uh, yeah. yeah, he's doing good. That's cool, man. So, how was the uh, family support for you? Like a lot uh, of us when we started out, it was it was it was little, you know zero to about you know a little tiny bit. But how was your family in terms of what my you? Dad, my dad's always wanted me to become a singer. Like he doesn't even care if he miss school or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, and uh, my mom is more like you got to finish school and you got to do this and this. So. Um, but I mean, both of their support, like it's helped me, like my dad's helped me with like the creative side and my mom's kind of helped me develop a business side of things that I, okay, if I want to be independent, I got to run a label, I got to go to school, I got to learn this thing, these things. So before I did it, I used to like, you know, you know, me and my mom always used to get in arguments because I was like, yo, I just want to make music. But like when you go over, you like understand, you're like, holy shit, like I need this stuff too. At, at what point, like I'm sure your mom's you know totally changed now at what point was it like what was the groundbreaking moment your mom's like you know what son you're dope like you know i'm in the layoff like was there a moment or was it a gradual thing it was uh it was last year mostly like when i started touring a lot and like when you start kind of making a living off of it uh and she's like oh like parents are just scared that you know you, that their kids aren't gonna do anything they're gonna just sit at home and you know what i mean and once she start, started seeing a bit of the financial side taking off, then she's like, okay, like you could do this. And she's never like, she's never, she's more of like a Pangra DJ type of person. And my songs are the complete opposite. So she's like, and I was like, you know, it's, it's a bit hard for me to do that where my dad is like, just be creative and do something different. You know what? I I, I got to thank you enough. Like, uh, you know, like I said, I'm a big fan of your music. I really love your doing. And it's because I love the R&B flavor to it. Okay. You know, you're, you're, you're going to hear Tolan to me all day, every day of the week. Right. And um, no, it's, it's, it's really refreshing. And what's what's what are your influences? Like who are your sort of like producers, singers? Who are your influences for that sound? Uh, just everything. I used to watch like a lot of um, Bollywood movies. And, like, a lot of my melodies, like, they really came from, like, that 90s era of Bollywood. Um, and then, I guess the rawness really came from that hip-hop, like, when I took a... Like, I used to listen to, like, uh, like 
Sammy Underground, like Royce the Five Nine, a lot, like a lot of East Coast, like Talib, yeah. Most Def, stuff like that. And I know you guys are from Vancouver, and you guys have the whole West Coast, like you know, Orangey and all that stuff. But I, I was never like too much like into that. I, I, I still listen to it, but for me, it was like just like uh, the East Coast smooth hip hop sound. And then yeah, kind of- uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. That East Coast vibe was straight ballads and love yeah. records and party records. I totally agree with you there. Um, that's cool, man. I mean, um, were you ever influenced by Were you ever influenced by P Diddy at all, or? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was in the stage where like I hated commercial hip hop. Like I hated yeah. Fifty Cent so much, and I was every time I was in like grade seven or eight, and I was like, no nah, man, that's that's too commercial. That's too like you know I, I hate that stuff. I only listen to real music. But then like when you get into the industry, you appreciate commercial stuff more. And when you start like especially like mixing your own songs, you appreciate the work that goes into mixing a commercial record. And then an underground record as well. So what do you what do you vibe into right now? Like if I was to say Prophecy Ham over your iPod, like what what's your, you know what do you, uh, what do you what's Prophecy listen to right now for influence or whatever best records or stuff to you? I started listening to Kendrick, obviously. Um, it's a cool album. Like it's really yeah. really. Um, I'm more about arrangement. I've been listening to uh, it's a bit old, but James uh, Font Leroy. Uh, Cocaine 80s, that's a really good mixtape. Um, he like writes all Justin Timberlake stuff, so I like to listen to that. Um, Punjabi music, like I've been kind of getting back into, uh, actually I've been listening to Nashatar Gil a lot from like 2008. Those songs were mixed really nice, so I like like to bring out like the Desi side and see what happens. But yeah, Senti songs, I'm always listening to Senti songs. Like, oh, I mean, you can, you can. I mean, it rubs off. You can tell on your music and stuff. And you know what the cool thing about, like, why I want to interview you because you're a gearhead like me. Yeah. I know, I know. One of your projects. Remember, you messaged me about what to put on the master bus and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that was a great conversation we had. So, I mean, what are you, are you still rocking Pro Tools? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pro Tools. Uh, I've upgraded. Like, I think the first thing I started doing when I got like uh, about a year ago when I was just touring and stuff was. I invested crazy like into um, my mic, my uh, preamp, obviously the Avalon, and um, yeah, I got Pro Tools, I got Reason, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm rocking. So your synth sounds, is it, is it mainly Reason or you got some other... Um, it's Reason, but like I've been making my own synths now for like the last four or five months, like I'll just start from scratch, like start from the sine wave and then just see where it goes. Yeah, man, I gotta give you props because your your melodic chords and stuff that you play are are unreal. Thank Obviously, you. they're really good. Yeah. Um, what are your what are, you know and your vocals? How do you, dude? How I, I love the um, I love the rawness of your vocals. They're not dry, but like I love the compression on them, and I love how you like. Can you kind of give me your secrets? Um, like, what's your like at the beginning? Like I had no idea what I was doing. Like. Um, I would put like literally just a basic Pro Tools compressor on my voice because like even forever like it was okay like I think the album really took off because of the melodies and the songwriting less about the technical side. Oh yeah, um, for sure. And then Dream Room like uh, Dream Room I got a lot of help like um, me and Mickey were in the studio and like he helped me a lot with mixing and then uh, I was working with this guy Amir uh, in Metropolis and he worked on Rihanna's album and he really helped me like find what uh what vocal chain works the best so i'm still like a waves person i use waves a lot 
um, it's it's just so easy. It's so simple. People are like, oh, it looks so like it looks so ghetto. <laughs> like this does the job so well, and uh, so I use like our box, our compressor now, and I still like to leave my vocals open because, like, um, I feel like there should be some like it should be the same when people hear me live or people hear me in the studio. It shouldn't be so compressed that people are like, "Who does this guy when he's simple live?" So. Yeah, and you know what? It's it's funny you mention that because it, it there is like when you hear records and it's a night and day difference, right? That's the like that's what I like about the stuff you do. Your your hip hop influence, your R and B influence. It's because what they sing is what you hear when they do live, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. Um. Uh. I was gonna say. Uh. Let's talk about your collaborations. Um, yeah. One of my favorite personal records of yours is the one you did with Vikram Singh. Mm-hmm. Johnny, that I mean that that I mean. Can you kind of talk through the process like what was it did you come up with a hook verse and then how did the Bikram thing come up because I, that record is unreal yeah man I mean he hit me up uh, that was just right, right, like right after I released my first album and uh, he was cool man like I mean I listened to Gama probably like religiously at one point in my life like that song probably like got me through high school so when he hit me up it was just really nice that he enjoyed my music and I actually had this instrumental laying around him I didn't release it because it kind of sounded similar to like the forever sound. So I was like, I didn't really do anything with it. And uh, I wrote a hook and then he kind of rewrote the hook. And then from there, we just kind of did it. And it was still like a time where I didn't know much about mixing too. Yeah, I was doing a song with like Bikram saying I was sending stuff to like Raj. And like, he was like, because they were... Tiger Style is obviously more experienced than I am. And, and like at this point, like, like, no, you need to do this. You need to do this. So for me, it was like a learning experience. Like, oh, shit, what do I do now? Like, <laughs> like you know, literally like people that I look up to and I have no idea what to do with the vocal. I don't know, like to, you know, what to do. So it's another song that was just like, you know, when the vibe is so strong that like things just come naturally. Like, you know, when you can mix a song down like in an hour, and then you're like, holy shit, like, it actually sounds good. It's like one of those situations. Yeah, no, man. Um, it, you know, let's get on. It, it was good, like, from, from finish to end. So did you end up mixing that record then? Or was that done by Tiger Soul? I, I mixed it and they mastered it. Okay. Yeah, no, it's a great record. Um, what was it like working with Mickey Singh? I mean, that guy's probably one of the hottest artists right now. Yeah. Girls yeah. crazy. They're like throwing their, you know, catching at him and stuff like that. Like, what What was it like? Is he, you know, work as a person, as, you know, the vibe? Like, what was it like? Yeah, like, me and him are like, like, that's like my brother. Like, he, uh, he hit me up probably in like 2012 as well. And uh, he's like, let's do something together. And then he just happened to be in Calgary one night. And then, I think the night that he came over is like the night we made Duck. We made like five, six songs. Like there's some people like you have such an energy that you just don't want to start working. Like we were working till like 6 a.m. And um, just like as a person, like obviously we have fun time. Like this this is good time with that guy. That's cool, man. Um, you know, it's it's nice hearing this kind of stuff because this is like this is like, it's like watching you know something on like BET right now. It's like yeah, I worked till six in the morning. He came over, we'd rock, you know, did like five songs and stuff. So what? what it's you know, like I also want to say like with North America, it's really different. That I feel like we're really different is that we all get along. Like I haven't met one person like you know what I mean. Whether it's like yeah. me, Culture Shock, Mickey. Um, I was just with like two nights last week in New Jersey and like 
it's just really cool that we all get along and we all have our sounds. You know what I mean? Like I have my sound, Mickey has his, and uh, even like Sunny Brown guys, like they have their own thing and they're all doing their own thing. But as a collective, we work together. How, you know, you've, you've toured pretty much in all the major cities now, you know, um, what, what's your take on the industry here in Canada? And I want to be real, man. Like you can be straight up and be honest. Cause you know, I've got my views and people, you know, I've made it clear. I mean, you're on my Twitter, right? You see me yeah. rant and rave. So, I mean, you know, you've toured is you got a totally different perspective than probably what I do now. Like what's yeah. your take? Um, it's like, for me, obviously it's good. Like it's, I like the direction that we're going in is that like, say if I'm in a certain city, like I go to Toronto, right? I've done a few shows there and it's just so open. Like, you know what I mean? Like I could call people in Toronto and go chill. Like I don't really see a divide. Whereas when I've toured in UK, it's been kind of different. Whereas just like this person doesn't get along with that person, that person, you know what I mean? It's just like, it just doesn't make sense to me. I even found it in Punjab too when I went like to Jalandhar, Chandigarh. Like some people will be chilling with me, then they're like, "Yeah, we can't do anything because we gotta go to that person." Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just I, I don't understand it. Like, I've always been a bit disconnected. Like, I'm not a person that, like, I'm an introvert person, so yeah. I don't like to go out party this and that. But just from what I've seen is that there are divides, and there's probably divides in like I'm sure there's divides in the Vancouver market and the Toronto market, but. I mean, I haven't really seen too much of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's divides, but I find here, like, I don't know what's like in Calgary. I'm assuming it's the same just because we're the West Coast. The West Coast is very laid back. Yeah. And very kind of late to, to hit the fashions of what's hot music, whether it's gigging or whether it's, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, to be honest, it's getting better. Yeah. But it's not like when you go to Toronto, like you go to Toronto, you do this gig, there's 800 to 1,000 people, no problem. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, here is getting there. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if you've seen the show or not, but a part of the show, what I have is the segment. It's called The Full Cheap Ones. Yeah. Uh, basically, basically what it is, is just, you know, a moment in time, whether you're touring or in the studio, some something funny that you'll never forget. There's like, oh, man, what a cheap one. Like, you know, it could be you're, you know, singing on stage, you fell off. Like, you can enlighten the crowd because, um, you know, Canada loves you, bro. <laughs> what is... Uh... I'm thinking of like a parental family friendly one. Sure. You know, this is your, dude, this is your show. You can say whatever you want, man. So. Um, it's hard. It's hard to think. I mean, there's so many moments that are coming by. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I did this show in, actually, I, I can tell you about the Queen show. Okay. I did show in Queens in December and apparently every year it's gotten shut down. Like, uh, the show got shut down before the artist even goes on. <laughs> and so everyone, when I got there, they're like, the show's going to get to shut down. Like, and I was like, no, 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 like, it's going to be better this time. So I actually got to perform. And then within two minutes, everything got shut down. Wow. Fights. Like, and I think the social, the show sold out. So like, there was just fights happening in front of me, but then there was like people that wanted me to sing. And it was just like, so crazy. Like. I had to get like I'm so light, right? Like I'm so I got like the security guy taking me out, and like it was just insane. And then there was like people like rushing to take pictures. There's like people coming to fight. Like it was just crazy. But yeah. man, was your GoPro in those moments? You had the GoPro going yeah, on, man. Really. Snapchat and stuff, but it was just crazy. I can't even pull my phone out. That's crazy, man. Um, how how 
what's sort of like what's happening with prophecy now at the moment i know you've done that last record um great there's some great records on that man i played all the time on the show um any anything you know we should be watching out for or you know i'm starting work on the next album and then just before that a lot of singles like i'm doing a lot of collaborations um production projects um yeah collaborations i got uh, this guy gary j me and him are going to come out with a really really good love song um me and uh, guru are working on something and then some big like i got a big collab uh, i can't announce it but yeah. it's going to be it's going to be the summer and that's uh and then hopefully by the end of the year we'll be venturing into like bollywood and stuff too so that's cool man possible that yeah yeah is that your is that your venture like what's your eventual goal going to be like you want to get into bollywood or is that just something that's just you know it's going to fall into place or yeah i mean things are going to fall into place i mean my five year goal is that like i want to continue doing what i do like i want to make good music and like i'm i think you've seen like my videos and stuff i'm less of the guy on the camera i'm more of the guy that like just sits in the studio for like 30 hours and bangs out tracks yeah so i think like 5 10 years down the road if i could just do that like i'll be happy like that's kind of why i'm like launching rashi suit and stuff like that is that if i could like in 10 years be like the dr dre and just like launch my own artist and kind of build someone up like you know i've just be the person behind the scenes like i'd be cool with that yeah i mean you know what that's actually a, it's, it makes sense it's a natural progression for you you know yeah. um yeah no that's cool um talked about the collaborations um your new studio i like i've got the avalon too by the way bro i've got the avalon as well great pre right great pre um yeah no so there's a lot of people that want to get in the game that watch this show any words of you know like real advice or you know something you can give them to you know kind of you know maybe something to watch out for or you know the struggles you went through or you know just some some advice cuz you know it is man the biggest problem i have with the industry is we paint it as a as a as a perfect picture that anyone can come and be a star and you know that's not true man i mean it took you probably what 70 years to get to the point where you are now exactly yeah it's yeah tough. like what i can say for people is that you have to set yourself apart from the beginning and that doesn't come by like finding a hot song and like trying to mimic it it comes with like doing doing what you do you know what i mean i mean like when i speak about myself like i'm not a person that's going to do every type of track you know what i mean like you have to have a brand and like for me like i didn't even know what my brand was for like the first 2 years but when you kind of see what people are saying about you that becomes your brand like i didn't know a senti singer or whatever but now like that's you know i'm happy to be that like at least people know when they hear senti they they think about prophecy you know what i mean it's not like um it's not like half these singers were like they're like hanji album the sad geet bhi hai ga ya pangde wala geet bhi hai ga ya te aapa ji ne aha likhya aha likhya you know what i mean like that doesn't make any sense how's the person supposed to know who they're listening to you know what i mean like because anyone can do a pangra song anyone could do a sad song but it's like you have to you have to do it from the heart and you have to make it real like and you have to accept that you can't just be like i may like i've had times in my uh career where i've been like yo like edm is so hot right now i got to do a edm record like you know what i mean it, every artist goes through that but you got to be like 
no like i want to make something that i'm proud of that you know i put my heart into not something that oh this is gonna be hot for the next month and then the next artist is gonna come through and then you know what i mean you just provide and like especially the punjabi industry now it's a lot about talk and less about making a profit you know what i mean like people there's people with like two million hits that no one even knows about in six months so it's just like what is the point of all these followers what's the point of all these hits what's the point of all of this stuff if it's not making you any sort of income you know what i mean you're still doing free shows you're still doing you know pro especially it happens a lot in punjab where like half of these people like there's so many singers there's a new singer every hour and these singers somehow get 500,000 hits million hits 2 million 3 million hits you know what i mean and then they're like haji bhai mere ko in the hit yeah but what does it translate into so that's what you really got to focus on is that yeah hits are cool like you know what i mean i got when i got 100,000 fans i was proud of what i did and when i got a million hits i'm proud of what i did but if that isn't translating into tours if that's not translating into income publishing then what's the point and so i think that's the direction our industry needs to go in not as the companies the companies are making a lot of money but as artists the artists have to understand the business the artists have to understand that what's what's in it in the long term for them you know that's a great point and while you've got while i've got you on here like yeah. say someone like me's got 500,000 hits so what do i need to do to get you know, like you're talking about the business side of things right and how to translate that into shows and whatever can you give some sort of uh you know like a quick thing like how do i translate that into because this is a number one question i get is like yeah i can sing bro yeah i know you can sing but you know but how do i market myself and you know i know that's a different question depending on you know who you are as an artist but just in general like how did you as prophecy went from like you know producing in your studio doing stuff in the west coast from canada all the way to the us usa international well how did you do that um like for me it's a bit different because like you know i didn't know like i literally you watch my first videos like i had no idea what i'm doing on the camera i had no idea like for to be like hitting even stale right like i'm very um i'm not like a outgoing person so um for me it was a bit different but like what i can say is that it's just the branding it all comes down to the brand right like you have to you have to accept who you are you have to accept what people label you as and i think that's like a big problem that this is have is that whenever they get a criticism they'll delete the comments so they do this you know they'll be like oh people think uh, i'm this but it's like you got to you got to accept everything like no matter how it comes you got to accept the good the bad the ugly and you got to build it into your brand and kind of you know go forward with that so you know it's it's not like one single thing obviously like you could take an intro marketing class and say yeah i got to have a logo i got to have this i got to have that those are the basics um but at the main thing is the brand it has to be consistent and it has to be who you are you can't just pretend that aaj mai pdd banna ya kalu mai piggy banna you know what i mean you got to be yeah no you know what I, I, the reason why i wanted you to to kind of elaborate on that is because it, it's true man it's 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 consistency and consistently because i find that too like even while i was djing and doing my thing like if we weren't doing something consistently you just get lost in all the garbage right yeah. and that's one thing i got to give you credit for 
being a Canadian artist is you've been consistent. Like mm-hmm. I'm a big I'm a big fan of the Bills, but you know, like there hasn't been anything in the last two years, right? Like, like that's that, that that's different too, right? Because what happens, like I've seen a lot, is that it's not their fault, right? Like people sign into all these shady contracts where they can't release music for a year and then they're literally stuck. And then you have someone like Jay Sean that has to release the mistress mixtape just to like prove to himself, prove to his fans that he's still there. So, I mean, it's, it's always different. Like situation. it's not like, um, it, 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 it's difficult, but at the same time, like, I don't know, like for me, it's, it's never been that difficult to like be consistent or make music because like, I just go here and you know what I mean? It's just like, you make something from the heart and it's, it's not like, um, it's not rocket science to me. That's why it's very hard for me to explain because for me, everything is so organic. Like I don't, um, I don't force anything. I don't say that shit. I got to make a dance record by tomorrow. I just say, I got to make 10 records and then I got to see which one's the best and release it. Yeah, no. And you know what? It, the whole thing I'm trying to get across to people is that mindset that you have, right? You have a mindset, you've got a certain, you know, you got your goals, you got the culture inside you. So, and that's what I try to beat into people. It's like, yeah, you know what? You could be the best DJ in the world, but if you don't have it inside, if you like, no one can, so you're a motivated person is my point. Right. And that's something you can't teach and you can't give. So, yeah. you know what, you know what, I got to give you props for that. You know what, man, I really appreciate the time you took out. Nah, um, it's a, it's a long time coming. Like I said, like, you know, especially you being a gearhead, uh-huh. um, you know, we're on the same wavelength in terms of gear and stuff. So, um, yeah, man, uh, I really appreciate it. Thanks for taking out the time. Any last words, uh, you know, for the, for your fans and, you know, where, where can they get a hold of you? Um, yeah, last words, just thank you. Like once again, like all of this, this is all because of you guys, like, you know, I'm nothing without like the people that even supported me back in 2010 to like now, like, I just thank you. And once again, thank you um, even for having me and allowing me to like pour my heart out for like the last, last 20, 30 minutes. So, um, and catch me on Twitter, Facebook. I mean, the prophecy, I'm sure we'll share it on social media. So you guys can get it from there. Cool, bro. Really appreciate it, man. We'll look forward to new music. You take care, bro. You take care, dude, man. बलिए चल चलिए हवा वांगू ही रखते उठ चलिए शहर दी तेरे नाल मैं सैर करा पर शहर तो बद तेनु तक धरवा दुनिया दी नजरा तो दूर बैठी हो नाल मेरी हूर चल मेरे नाल अधी राज नोनी लाये गेडी आनी नी चल मेरे
The road ahead might be a bumpy ride But I ain't stressing as long as you by my side Do chana di hui Ula kaatini Ikki abiracha chadiya duja Bethha mere naalini Tere jina soni koi hoor Nede mere aajara ko Bring it down Me tengo 
thinking it's straight up serious But girl, I see it in your eyes You just curious We can do anything you want That makes it good We can skip the party and go straight to my place Grab a bottle of vodka, mix it with cranberry juice Through the glass of the drink, I can see your lips enjoying the taste Baby girl, can you feel it? Into my eyes, I know you can see it Why don't you let me take your hand Cause I wanna be your man ਜਿਹੜੇ ਦੀ ਤੇਜ਼ੀ ਸੀ ਹੁਣ ਤਾਂ ਤੇਰਾ ਰੱਬ ਦਾ ਸਭ ਕੋਲ 
You are locked into this beast. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is Desi Beats. I hope you really enjoyed the interview with Prophecy and of course the top 10. But now you know what? It's time for the doctor to check your ass. Dr. Reminis is in the house. Great, great questions that you guys send me every single week. There's one particular question which I get a lot of and I like to address right now in this segment if possible. And that is basically, how do you do what you do DJ reminisce in terms of what do you use what software do you use microphone do you use blah 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 how do you do your show this and that I want to do this too and you know what these are all great questions those are probably the most questions that I get in terms of um, the emails and the messages and whatever so I've got some good news. Well, I've got some bad news. The bad news is I'm just really lazy. I'm going to be straight up with you guys. Uh, the good news is I've actually started to put together, I guess you can think of it as a series of uh, videos that I'll be posting on my YouTube page on how to do the stuff that I do. So, but I want to make something clear, guys. What I do is not the right answer. Um, there's other people out there doing the same thing. They do know. I'm just going to show you what I do because it works best for me. Now, you can take whatever I do, you know, change it up. You know, video deke. You can take a piece out of here, piece out of there. You know, video deke. You can take something out of there. You know, I'll be taught how you want to handle this. But I'm basically going to start off with the basics unfortunately we're gonna start from scratch so I'm gonna basic the first video is gonna be the tools that I think are best fit uh, in terms of budget uh, creativity versatility and scalability I'll have a video basically what would be the best way to start um, podcasting Bangra shows mixtapes production you name it all encompassed in one sort of software okay so I the video is pretty much done I just got to do a couple of edits here and there but obviously the show comes first so my goal is to get it out hopefully this week I'm hoping just depends on other projects I'm working on other side note I have started teaching stuff as well I uh, last week I did uh, about a three-hour session with some friends of mine that wanted to learn something so I do private gigs as well man there's Google Hangout we can do some stuff I mean I'm not gonna lie to you as much as I want to give you this stuff for free I can't do it for free so if you guys want to learn something specific you know message me we can work something out you know I'm not gonna say I'm gonna charge you five thousand dollars that's not what I'm saying right um, you know everything's negotiable you know, there's tons of stuff we can figure out and we can work out. So if you want to learn some of this stuff, you know, the doctor is here to help. That's what I'm here for. You know, I, I want more people to get on, you know, the social media scene, uh, the radio scene, the podcast scene, the movie scene, the music thing. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of stuff that we can do as a community, which I think is really important. So that's basically it. Um, yeah, so let's get to... The old school record of the week, because uh, Dr. Reminis is out. He will be here next week. Make sure you stay tuned for those videos. This is the old school record of the week. I'm not telling you, man. This is one of my all-time favorite tracks. Piarca Heveri by Sangita. Oh my god. This the song is the song is unbelievable. Love this song. Um, I still play this record when I DJ. 
and people just go crazy and people surprise when people don't know what this is they're like what is this what is this well in case you're wondering here it is old school record of the week sangeeta piarka heberi right here on desi beats
दुनिया की बातों में ना आना सजना Six. Well, you don't know. We're gonna kill the lights out. 
yes. Easy dips. Long time ago. Kalla kalla munda hoona tere pichhe yaave. Sone deep chain na le mundari pawake. Kalla kalla munda hoona tere pichhe yaave. Fashion badave na le kudiyan patave par kudi tere ho sare da jaato. Oh baby tere la ke da me jaato. Oh kudi kona na chadi. Itara pade fikar tenu baato. Oh, don't do it, no please don't do it. Edda 
कर तू जेड़े कम करती है रब को डर कल होया तेरा ब्रेकअप नहीं है दिला के फिर दी मेकअप नहीं बात अपनी मेलती जानी है नाला सौ सौ बात तू करनी है की समझना वे की चाहनी है नवा रोज फसाऊनी है तू कट के अपना मतलब सॉरी कह के गल मकाऊनी है पैसे दी तू पक्की है टाइम एनी हाथ तू चुकती है पावे करो एनी सोनी है पर अंदरो तामर बुखी है किन्हा दे दिल थोड़े ने की हंजुआ दे विच रोड़े ने That's why I'm telling you. Oh, adana tu kar, honey, adana tu kar. Oh, don't do it, no please don't do it. Adana tu kar, honey, adana tu kar. Tu jere kam kar diye, rab ko lo dar. Adana tu kar, honey, adana tu kar. Oh, don't do it, no please don't do it. Adana tu kar, honey, adana tu kar. Tu jere kam kar diye, rab ko lo dar. See the thing is. I can tell by the way that you actin'. You confused, thinking you captain. I'm amused, but not impressed. I must digress. Had much higher hopes for you yet, but it seems like you become stressed. So I've got to move to the next. Let's go. Ya karna hum seklaj. Tu pada nani fir pulja. Me no shadow de mera picha. Toti kaisa darista? You won't even be missed for a second. I can guarantee you shoulda listened to what I was saying, but you didn't see it. Ho na zara chhod tu gir gaye, na fir tu de vich gir gaye. Taaste patiya mangus tu de hatha de vich fir gaye. Sun tu ke ba. Don't take it personal, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you already know. It's Midge Music. Sarb Smooths. Yeah, yeah. You are locked into this piece. Hey guys, welcome back to This Beats. Um, Bohemia. He's at it again, man. He uh, called out Manj Music for Dissy Hip Hop. That track that Manj did with about 50 rappers, I think, or whatever the number was. And um, I don't know, Bohemia just went crazy. Uh, did a freestyle, calls out, you know, Dissy Hip Hop, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm going to play some of the footage from a live gig that he was at. And he was basically... You know, calling these guys out. I'm not gonna play the whole thing, just the parts where I think are interesting, because it's a bit long. But uh, so here, just check it out. This is Bohemia calling out, you know, Magic Music, Dissy Hip Hop, the whole scene, blah blah blah. And we'll get back and we'll talk about it.
What did you do to piss this guy off, bro? He just went crazy. Buckwalt at the end there. Fuck this, fuck that. That was pretty funny. Um, wow. Uh, there you go. Bohemia calls out Madge Music, his whole crew, and everybody else doing dissy hip-hop. Um, you know what? Props to Bohemia in the sense of being kind of like one of the pioneers in that sort of uh, field. Um... I remember when he first started out, this is going back, oh man, 70 years ago, he used to get hated on, like, who do you think you are rapping in Punjabi, blah, 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 and say whatever you want about the guy, man, but he started a crazy trend in uh, in Punjab, in India, because there's some sick, sick um, rappers coming out of that whole, you know, that whole era, and he, that whole area, sorry, and he's put hip-hop on the map there, it's a huge scene out there. But um, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what happened. I don't think this is something that he just decided to go up on stage and just go buck wild. Well, maybe, but it just seems like there's a bigger, deeper issue there. I don't know. Maybe it'll come out in the light. I have no idea. But there you guys have it, man. Bohemia, you know, basically saying, Magic Music, you know, his crew, you know, you can go, go to hell, basically. So... Yeah, I great. <laughs> it was just funny. So there's some some beef for you guys. Let's get back to the show, man. We got the top ten still going. Um, this is Dizzy Beats. Keep it locked. I am DJ Reminis at gmail.com. 
make sure you contact me leave some comments and please if you're watching the video please hit subscribe like the video share the video um, if you do that for me and I get past I think a thousand subscribers something like that you know I it opens a whole new set of stuff for me and I can bring some sick content so please if you can do me a huge favor hit subscribe and please like and share the videos that'd be great let's get back to the music number four, number four. Literally smoking hot, open a window, I need that breeze She give me nothing but love, she puts my mind at ease This a Hindi movie, how we dance around trees, a straight love story Yeah, she's all I need, and cause she's there for me, you know I'm there for her I spend each and every morning on the stairs with her For her. No. We so crazy out in public, people stand at us My homies love her too, so I bring her around the crew She don't trip, she let us do what we gotta do She's my nurse, when I'm ill, she gets rid of my flu Her bloodline's from BC, her favorite color's blue I'm comfortable around her, I could close my eyes Everywhere I go, you know she's by my side Number three. 
number one. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Hope you enjoyed the top 10 of the month and that interview with Prophecy. Uh, once again, um, the top 10 is my top 10, man. It's got nothing to do with any charts or whatever. It's stuff that I'm regularly listening to on my, you know, in my car, on my iPod, whatever it may be. So there's no, you know, there's no 
no charts that I'm looking at or anything like that. So I just want to make that clear. Um, but let's get on to the next topic. Uh, next topic is is well, for men they're gonna find it hilarious. Women you're gonna hate me, but uh, you know what? This this isn't something that I wrote. It's just something that I found. So there's an article in uh, webs uh, written by Matt Forney on triple um, w return of the kings.com. Basically, that's a like a site for men, right? And the title of this article is Five Reasons Why You Should Not Date Indian Girls. Um, so I'm going to give you basically the gist of the article <laughs> and the five reasons why um, you should not date apriya kuriya. Yeah? All right. Let's get to this. So number one, they're unattractive. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'll just read some of the stuff that I picked out. Um while not as disgustingly obese as the average American, even fit desi girls are packing more poundage than any girl should be legally allowed to have. <laughs> yeah, I can't read the rest. It's pretty mean. But um, number two, uh, they're prudes. When I say Indian girls are prudish, I don't mean they're hard to get in the sack. God, no. I mean they have all sorts of bizarre sexual hangups that make banging them as banging them about as fun as thrusting your dick into a vacuum cleaner. Ooh, this guy's mean, man. I, I I can't read the rest. I gotta keep the show, you know, semi-clean. You know what I'm saying? Um, number three, there's self-loathing. Um, let me see here. Every Indian girl I've ever known secretly loathed her ethnic heritage, wanted to be white, and fetishized white men to white men to degree that was downright creepy. <laughs> oh, this guy's funny. All right, number four. Um, uh, reason number four is they're feminists. Um, it says here, let's see. Yeah, they're, he's basically they're saying uh, feminists. Um, in in particular, Indian mothers control their sons with guilt trips. Uh, Indian mothers control their sons with guilt trips and shame, which is why so many of them become sackless weaklings and Indian race trolls. Indian girls are growing up in America. Uh, in Indian girls growing up in America are some of the most privileged people on earth. Oh, wow. Some nice things to say there. Uh, reason number five. So this is the, you know, once again, the five reasons why you shouldn't date an Indian girl or an Aparikuri. The fifth reason is they're mentally ill. This shouldn't surprise anyone, but Indian girls are almost always off their rockers. <laughs> When you combine SJW ideology, racial self-loathing, and the bizarre attitudes towards sex, you end up with a psycho. Dating an Indian girl will be a constant roller coaster of fights, drama, and frustration. With your only reward being uh, getting to nail a nail a chick with a with a pudding pop ass. <laughs> wow. Oh man, like uh, the article is what it is, man. He goes and says examples of you know upbringing that he's dated and stuff, but it is what it is. It's, it's <laughs> I just saw this and I thought I'd share this with you guys. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's funny. I'm sorry, as a guy, I think it's just funny. Um, do I agree with some of this stuff? Um, I I'd rather not say because uh, I don't get my head kicked in by my wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I have my limits. I'm, you know, I'm a shit on radio, but uh, there's some things you just do not say, you know what I'm saying? So I just want to share that with you guys. Like I said, I'll leave the uh, the uh, link in the um, of the article in the um, podcast area. You can read it at your own time. Uh, once again, please leave your comments and below. And if you're watching this on YouTube, 
please uh, please like and subscribe share this if you can do that for me that'd be great let's get back to the music we got about 15-20 minutes left in the show this is Dizzy Beats keep it locked
Everyone's been talking But I don't believe a word they say cause you're awesome Don't let nobody treat you like you ain't important They mad cause you did what they wanna do before them Just ignore them And let it go now How can they run their mouth when they don't even know now They wanna hold you back, they threatened by your growth now Don't ever let them win, just hold on to your goals and hopes This ain't no joke, let's go, let's go Don't worry what your ex says Don't have to idolize women famous for sex tapes Just do your thing, just do your thing Like you don't care, you don't care Eyes on the prize, hands in the air Get them up now, I believe You're thinking, but don't confuse someone's experience with wisdom. Only you can walk in the shoes that you have lived in. Everyone's trying to eat, but life it ain't no picnic. That's why we switch it. So let it breathe now. How can they run their mouth? They shouldn't even speak now. They wanna hold you back, but you need to be free now. Don't let them change you. Hold on to all your beliefs. Don't sleep until you reach the peak. Don't worry what the world says Don't pay attention to all these what's for your girls say Just do your thing Just do your thing Like you don't care You don't care Eyes on the prize Hands in the air Get them up now I believe I'm growing the garden of Eden When life's kinda hard to believe in I look inside for a reason Step inside the mind of a demon And you can see that life is uneven But that don't mean that you give up When you reach your limit and think that you had enough That's when you get up That's when you realise what you're made of Hard work pays off
करे पूछ ले बाबा तेरी फाड़ी के
are locked into this beast. Hey guys, another show done and dusted. I really appreciate the support and love that you guys uh, give me. Please continue to send in your comments, questions, concerns. I love hearing from you guys. Uh, I am djreminis at gmail.com. Anything you want me to talk about, anything you want me to bring up. I don't care what the topic is, what the issue is. I'll try my best. I'll try my best to bring it up. Uh, big shout out to the regular, uh, my regular uh, listeners. Um, Harj, Uttam, you guys, mad support. MP from Frontline Media, mad support. Really appreciate it. All my listeners out in the UK, India, Canada, USA. It's awesome, man. Again, I really, really, really appreciate the support. Make sure to check out the website, www.djreminis.com. Um, if you go there, there's all the links to everything there. Instagram, Twitter, all the podcasts, everything's there, all the videos. Speaking of videos, uh, www.youtube.com slash djreminis. If you can go there, watch the videos, subscribe to the channel, and um, you know share the videos, that'd be great. I know I harp on this every week, but if I can get past a thousand subscribers, it unlocks a bunch of features, and I can bring some very, very, very sick content for you guys. Cool? Appreciate that. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, speaking of the videos, I will be going... Um, so I will be uh, putting out those tutorial videos of those um, the ones that you guys asked for about how I, you know, DJ set things up, how I do my podcasts, and you know, mixing, mastering, all those sort of stuff. Holy, holy, me kardunga! Watch out for those. Um, hopefully, I can inspire some of you guys to be able to do, you know, podcasts, mixtapes, start DJing, you know, get into film production, blah blah blah. You know, take the culture, move it forward. You know, that's that's my goal. Um, yeah, hit me up, man. Um, watch out for uh, new music that I'll be playing, some more interviews. Um, hope you enjoyed this week's interview with the Prophecy. Big, uh, big shout out to Prophecy for taking time out and uh, you know spending half an hour with us. Uh, really appreciate that, bro. Um, yeah, man. Um, I hope you all have a very, very great week. Uh, you know, party hard, keep it safe. Um, on behalf of uh, myself. Me, myself, and I, the whole crew here at the CPs FM, man. Have a great week. I'm out. Peace out, folks, and keep it locked. See you all next week. You are now in the mix with your number one DJ, DJ Reminisce. Yeah, 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 yeah